Wow, that. It was a lot. That scripture was deep. <laughs> it was. Like, it hit everywhere. It was. Um, we unpacked that. Right, right, okay. <laughs> and so, really going, that, like, perfectly goes into our next, you know, topic of, of self-care, right? So, breaking free, overcoming societal pressures, and comparison for self-care and confidence, right? Mm. And so... You know, what What does self-care look like for us? A lot of times um, when we think about self-care, it's our first thought is about our physical and mental well-being, right? Right. Um, but what about your biblical self-care? What about your spiritual self-care? You know, uh, what, what does that look like? You know, so we know that our physical self-care, we think about, you know, eating and sleeping and right. exercising you know um a lot of people really think that self-care is about you know uh, grooming yourself per se you know getting the luxuries in life you know getting your hair done your nails done and getting a massage or you know things that relax you or make you feel good right um but those are really worldly things those are really like outwardly appearance you know type of things um but what about the time you spend with yourself right you know um as far as these worldly things right because we're in the world right and we live in society and we're talking about societal pressures right so what does it look like to be single and care for yourself right what does that look like um so self-care for me, right, learning to be single is dating myself. That's that's one thing for me, right? And so um, yesterday I took myself on a date and I intentionally made time for me. Um, I went out to eat, went to lunch, took myself shopping, and then I went home and I prayed and I meditated and then I just did some things for myself, you know, around the house, watched some shows, read book, you know, just really invested into me, right? right. Um, and who don't you know? Don't, don't you know? know. <laughs> dun dun dun. Even when we are focusing on ourselves, society and its pressures are always there. Mm -hmm. So I said I went to lunch yesterday by myself, and I went to this amazing Mexican buffet. And I really indulged. Like, I enjoyed myself. It was so good. I didn't get on my phone. I wasn't on social media. I really took the time to intentionally be with myself. And because I am a foodie, I enjoyed my food. <laughs> um, you know, and even I realized, even when I'm not out seeking people, there are times when I don't have to look, you know, people come and you attract people, right? And very nice gentleman, one of the, uh, you know, waiters approached me before I left and asked me if I was single. And it's like, man, and, and I told him no, because I'm not seeking anyone right now, right? I am genuinely trying to focus on myself okay, and, and building my relationship with God, um, not to say that I don't ever date or that I don't do things, right? But in this moment, I am genuinely trying to care for myself right. by being intentional to spend time with myself. Okay. And even in those moments, right? 
here comes the outside world, right? right. Those societal pressures, Ooh. right? Trying to creep in and keep me from my focus, which is ultimately on God. Right. So even though I'm focusing on me, right, and caring for myself, right, that ultimately is helping me to strengthen and build my relationship with God because I have to be okay with being alone so that I can work on me and heal, right, and, right. and prepare myself, um, you know, for the husband that God has for me. Right. Um, and, you know, as we do these things, right, it's so easily that we can be distracted if we are not grounded in our faith, what we say we believe in and the things that we say we're going to do, right? Because I could easily be like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not interested in dating. I'm not interested in, you know, seeking. And then because nobody's there, because there wasn't nobody in the restaurant. I mean, it was people in the restaurant, but it wasn't crowded. It's not like this big public place where I'm like, ooh, people going to see me. Right. You know, because a, a lot of times we worry about those things, too. Right. Who's who's watching us? Who's going to see me do this? Or right. Who's, who's going to see me do that? And right. it's in those moments where we think that people don't see us. Right. Mm. That we make those choices and succumb wow. to the societal pressure. Right. Yes, Jody. Yes. You know, and so yes. even in that moment when I'm intentionally trying to be alone and have time with myself. It's always something that's going to come around and you have to stand and grounded in what, you know, what it is that you believe in. Because I could have easily just, you know, indulged in, you know, feeling good because somebody was, you know, interested in me um, and attracted to me. Right. And, you know, indulged in that moment and fluttered my eyes and, you know, smiled and, right. you know, flirted. and. But where is that really going to get me? It's right now for me a distraction because it's taking me away from my focus which is myself to help me build a stronger relationship with god um and I, so i just thought about something that you said it's going to take the focus off you and your relationship with god so i was just thinking about the fact that we some of us want somebody so bad is it the time? Is is it the is it the right. time? Is it the right time to have somebody? Like really, take a few minutes yeah. this evening in the morning and really think about is this the right time for you to allow somebody in your space? And she don't mean can you afford to date somebody? <laughs> She don't, she's not talking about evaluate your finances, right? No. A lot of times people, I've heard people say, oh, you know, um, I'm not financially in a space to date, which I respect that. Right. I, I do. I respect that, right? But what Leslie is talking about is your mental space, your heart space, your spirit space, right? Your work life, your children, you know, everything. It, yeah. Is, is this is a good time to bring someone into your space yeah yeah and with all of that being said right um you know so we've talked about the worldly self-care idea right and so going back into the the spiritual and the biblical self-care right um with all of these things right how do you spiritually care for yourself um three things first one is spending more time with god Right? Yes. Um, yes. Being into 
intentional, right? So I said, part of my self-care routine, I had took myself out, right? I was intentionally spending time with myself. Um, as humans, right, in our relationships with people, you know, when we want to be around somebody, yes. we make the time, yes. right? When you want to yes. see somebody, yes. you want to talk to somebody, it's the person you enjoy their company and okay. you want to be around, Yes, we make time for the stuff that we want and yes. the things that we feel like we need, right? Mm -hmm. So why would we not do the same with our relationship with God? You know, we being intentional about spending time with God is also important. You know, um, he awesome. wants us to seek him in everything that, that we do. Awesome. Um, and so just modeling again ourselves after Christ, right? We'll never be perfect, right? We will never be Christ. We will never be Jesus, right? But the best thing we could do is aspire to live a Christ-like life. And live in, in the way, right, that he did. Yes. And so, in Mark um, 1, 35. Yes. It says, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up and left the house and went out to a solitary place where he prayed. Even being the son of God, knowing all of the things that he did, you know, encompassing all of the greatness and power that he had, he still was intentional about the time that he spent with his father. He made very specific, purposeful time to spend with God. That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. That's and deep. so, you know, whether it's early in the morning before it's still dark, whether it's at night, before you go to bed. Right. Um, in the middle of the day at work. Right. Um, be intentional about the time that you spend with God. You know, uh, take time to spend with God. This is a way that we can care for ourselves spiritually. Um, the second thing is, is, you know, I've learned that we have to be okay with being alone. The hardest thing, I think, for most single people is being alone, right? Because it leads us to our own devices. It leaves us to have to deal with all the hurts and the pains and the habits and the hangups that, that we have. And so the first thing most of us do as single people, instead of dealing with our hurts, instead of dealing with our trauma, instead of, you know, seeking counsel, we seek a person to attach to, to to feel good, mm -hmm. right? Yes, right? yes. And, yes. and not realizing that feeling good starts in here, being here first. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and so uh, in Mark chapter 6, verse 31 and 2, mm -hmm. then because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Jesus, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. God wants us to rest. God wants us to care for ourselves. And just like Jesus took these people away, right? For you to be set apart 
you have to be okay with being alone. How can you be set apart if, if you're inside, right? Uh, and so just going into the self-care, right? Yeah. It's important for us yes. to be okay, to be alone, one, so we can rest yes. and recuperate, right? But also so that we can connect with God. Yes. So yes. that you can pray. Yes. And one thing that I've learned um, in my walk with God is that you got to be still to hear him. Yes. You got to be quiet. And most times that requires us to be alone. And so if you can't be alone and you're always attaching to somebody or something, right? Because it doesn't have to be a person. It, no. it could be a substance. It could be food. Yep. It could be shopping. It, yes. Anything that is not Jesus. Yes. 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 To make you feel better. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. And so starting with being okay with being alone. It is going to definitely help you strengthen your relationship with God and help you to build on yourself. Because yeah. even when we get in relationships, a lot of times I think that we forget that we're still individuals. Mm -hmm. yes. We get in relationships and we attach to somebody and we become codependent and, and we want to mesh and become this one, right? Because yes. we're trying to be one, right? Yes. We got to be one. But we are still individuals and we're still people. So even in these relationships and even in marriage, right, we become one, but we're still individual people and we still have to maintain that individuality of who we are. Um, and so being okay with being alone is, is, is big key and a part of being single, you know, and so. It's good to be alone, guys. You know, it's um, okay. It's okay to to shut down. Now, not shut down to where you gone for days and you ducked off. You done it. cut everybody yeah, off. You know, you totally off the grid. No, but it's okay to take time for yourself to put your phone on do not disturb. To not take a phone call, to not offer your help or service to somebody. Yes. It's okay to say no. Yes. Yes. We got to preserve and protect our peace and our energy and our spirit. Because if we're depleted, yes. how are you going to fill up somebody else? How do, how do you care for others yes. if you're not caring for, for yourself? Um, and so the third thing with that. It's taking care of our bodies. Now, this is heavy. I don't want to talk about this. This I'm is just... heavy. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to talk about it, but God let me here. So, I have been lifting weights, so, but so I, I so, want to hear some of this. I'm still in the process. So this but... is this is this is pretty heavy here. So taking care of, of our bodies, right? So yes, our bodies are, are our temples, right? This is where we store our spirit, yes, our values, our love, and care, you know. Um, everything that we have for God, right? Yes. And so it is important that we care for our bodies and our temples. And this is in various ways from head to toe. Yes. Okay. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19 and 20, right? Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, 
whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You were brought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And so, ultimately, this, this verse is talking about sexual immorality. You know, um, when, when, we, when a man and woman come together, it says that they become one flesh. Yes. And so when we're out here succumbing to these societal pressures and having sex before marriage. Yes. Um, having sex with no intentions on a long term, you know, purpose with this person or intention just for a momentary satisfaction. Yes. We're attaching to all these people. Yes. That we still carry with us when after we're done with them. Yes. Right? And so being mindful of those things, right? Um, seeking God and asking for forgiveness to release those things from you. Because, you know, we sit around sometimes and wonder why when we get lonely, right? When we're alone, how your mind gets to working, right? All of a sudden, you're thinking about somebody you ain't thought about in I don't know how long or who knows how long. Or when you're intentionally trying to care for yourself, you get that text or that phone call from that person, Right? And it's like, ooh, but for what? What What is your real intention? Like, are you really caring for yourself? How much do you really value yourself and your body and your temple for which God has given you to be a vessel if you just dishing it out to here and to there because this little thing right here started ringing and vibrating and I started to think about, we talk about a lot of times when we give ourselves away to someone else, we think about, we just want to do it. We just want to do it. I was talking to my sister about that the other day. We just want to do it because that's what we want to do. It, it's 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 a coping mechanism yeah and yeah. it's easy for us to do what we want to do but your spirit man is involved with what you're doing yeah. because your body belongs to God so when you decide I'm gonna take this call and I'm about to just get all freaky with it I'm getting myself together and you make it a point to go over there and give this man your whole body, you are sacrificing yourself. You're sacrificing your purpose. You're sacrificing things that God has for you. And I don't, I don't mean it to be funny because I've done it. I've set myself up. I've got my makeup on. I've got my hair together put on that perfect outfit underneath my clothes. I came intentionally for a purpose to have sex with a man that I'm not married to, nor does he love me. We have to get to the point where we're mindful of what our actions are because it's not cute anymore. It's not cute anymore. And just because you do it in secret, it don't matter. It don't matter because you know. 
Listen, and so the, it continues, right? And the, the rest of the passage, right, moving into Jesus. 18, right, mm -hmm. is flee from sexual immorality. All other sins in a person commits are outside of the body. Outside. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. I'm sinning against my own body. Even though I have free will, I'm sinning against my own body. Yeah. You know, and just this passage really speaks to so much more than just sex, though. You know, how are we caring? How are we handling our bodies, right? Right. Um, that that we should be using to honor God with. Yes. Um, That's good, Junior. You know, spiritually, right? Um what are you doing, right? Who are you around? What are the things you're watching? What are you reading? Are you doing things that are spiritually harmful for yourself? Um, like, so in a worldly self-care aspect, right? A lot of us think about, we're focused on what we look like, right? So that goes into what we eat and how we care for our body and how we exercise, right? And so a lot of times to me, it it goes back to discipline and obedience, right? So I want to lose weight, right? I want my body to look a certain way or maybe I just want to feel better, right? It doesn't mm -hmm. even have to be an outward appearance. Right. But maybe you got health issues, right? But you can't stop eating at McDonald's. Right. Or you can't put that pop down. Right. Or you can't stop putting the sugar in your coffee. Right. It's um, no difference from spiritually how we care for ourselves right um can't stop listening to that music that make me want to bump and grind right right you, you, you know <laughs> you, you you try not to succumb to your flesh right uh, but you keep watching these movies that's real racy like all them 50 shades even porn hub let's get to it porn hub again just satan is a liar right what are the things, being mindful of these things that we're doing that contribute mm. to the care of ourselves or lack thereof, right? Um, and so just honoring our bodies, right, is important, right? Because it, the Bible says to, to love ourselves as we love the Lord, right? And so just as much as we love God, why are we not loving ourselves that way? And so it makes me think, how much do I genuinely love God if how am I loving myself? It's like being that look in the mirror where you got to be honest with yourself. Like, am I who I say that I am? Am I doing these things that I say that, that I'm doing? You know? Um, and so just understanding that we're valuable. We, we are precious in the sight of the Lord, regardless of how anybody else thinks or looks at you. Right. Even you, regardless of how we look at ourselves. Right, right. We, we are, are still precious and valuable in we sight. Are. We are. And so just being mindful of that and that having that built in into our care, self-care routine. Right. You know, making sure that one, you know, we're being intentional with our time with God that, um, you know, we are seeking his presence, 
uh, that that we are caring for our bodies as our temples and honor our parents. You know, um, this is not always easy with all the pressures in society that that we're that we're faced with, right? Um, but one thing I can say is that having faith doesn't make things easy, but it does make things possible because with God, anything is possible, right? And so I think that um, a lot of times it's difficult for us to uh, handle some of these things because we, we lack self-confidence. Uh, we we are not secure within ourselves and, and who we are. Um, and I think that is probably one of our biggest societal pressures um, that affects everybody in general mm -hmm. is, mm -hmm. is confidence. Mm -hmm. And so how, how do you be confident in a world where right. everything is about what you have and how you look? Right. 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 And what you're supposed to be like right right um i remember for me um it was time where it was difficult for me to talk to people it was difficult for me to stand up in front of crowds and talk what? about myself what you jody <laughs> um like and it was crazy because i i work in corporate america and one of the things that I've always done is lead meetings. I, you know, do reporting and talk to, you know, management and used to talking to people. I manage people, you know, I send out a lot of communications and it's like when I know something, it's easy, you know, it's not difficult for me to share or express that. But when it came to me talking about myself, no, no. No, ma'am. No, sir. It was, I almost cried. Well, I did actually cry. <laughs> there was times where I cried because I was, I was so shaken because I was ashamed of who I was. I was not confident in myself and I was fearful of being judged by other people because I sought outward validation. My confidence came from what other people thought. My confidence came from, you know, um, people telling me what what I should be and what was expected of me and me trying to work towards achieving that, right? Rather than seeking God, right? And seeing myself how, how God sees me, which I'm still working on because that is not easy, man. That's not, it's not easy. But um, you overcame it. You, you, you overcame it. Yeah. You overcame it because you developed that relationship with God. Yes. Is that where you, is that where you noticed a change start to occur where the fear yeah. left? Yeah. So for me, I, I, there was a turning point where I realized that I was condemning myself. I was judging me. I don't know what everybody else is thinking in their head when I'm standing up in front of this room of people to talk. I don't know unless people tell me. Now, I've had people tell me some stuff, but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> but I don't know what people are thinking. I'm not a mind reader. Right. And a lot of times, that's what we do as humans. Right. right? We project our own insecurities right. and our own fears and our own judgments of ourselves to other people or try to 
take from other people and say that they're that's what they think but you don't know that it's really all these things that you have going on in, in your mind right and so for me the turning point was when i realized that god already forgave me when i come to him and repent and, and I bring my problems and my worries and my concerns and my cares, my celebrations and my wins, you know, all the good stuff and the bad stuff, not just when I need something, right? right? I go right. to God with everything. Right. I, I'm free. I, I, I'm no longer yes. condemned. I, God has set me free because he forgave me. And so if God forgave me, why? Why should I keep walking around beating up on myself? If I'm genuinely, you know, trusting in God and putting mm -hmm. my faith in God and giving things to God. Right. That's where you have the ability to let go. Right. And that's where you find your peace and your freedom. Right. Um, you know, for me, Second uh, Corinthians uh, verse 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... The new creation has come. The old has gone uh -huh. and the new is here. Uh -huh. um, you know, I am not the person that I used to be. Um, and who I am is not defined by that. At all. Who I am is not defined by my job. It's not defined by my relationships with people. It's not defined by what you see on social media. It's not defined by this podcast. Could it's, it be defined who you were? Could it be defined by your purpose? Yes. 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 Most certainly, my who I am. is based on the creation that God has made. Yes. My yes. purpose through God and what yes. he has ordained and yes. decreed and set forward yes. for me. That is who I am. Not all of these things, not all of the stuff, not all of the images and projections and expectations that people in life have for us. You're not your college degree. You're not the car that you drive. You're not those six figures or lack of that you make. You're not the pink and green colors, the red and white, the red, white, the green, whatever you claim. You're not any of them. You are, no matter what, you are a child of God. Yes, yes, yes. And he has put you here for a purpose yeah. and for a reason. Yeah. And so for me, putting my faith in God, right, and, and genuinely learning to trust God and let go. Seeing Jesus. myself how God sees me, still working on it, but I'm 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 in progress. One day and at it time. makes a difference. It, you know, once you really start looking at yourself from from the view of God, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It it is cuz it's like, man, and I I'm that special. I'm that important. Mm -hmm. We gotta do better. Yeah, <laughs> like we got, we gotta do better. Right. We gotta, we gotta Absolutely. do better, right? Absolutely. Like I, for so long, it just showed me how much I devalued myself, and I, I was discounting myself to people. Just no, no, no more sales, no more discounts over here, y'all. No. You know, I know who I am 
right? Because of my belief in God and knowing how much he loves me and cares for me, that I need to love me and care for me that way too. Because honestly, if I don't, how are other people going to? Right. People treat us the way that we allow them to treat them. And we show people how to treat us by the way that we care for ourselves. So if you out here not taking care of yourself, maybe, maybe that's why people don't treat you the way that you want to be treated. Maybe you're not getting the responses that, you know, reaction from people that you expect because of the way you care or don't care for yourself. Take it a little bit further. Have you ever thought that maybe if you do change, some things may change in the atmosphere? And it's one step at a time. Yeah. You find the littlest thing that you know you can change first and you work on that. And you do one step at a time. It's like an alcoholic or a drug addict getting sober. You have to do it one day at a time. Yeah. Little by little. Drip little by, by little. And it gets better. Yeah. Yeah. And so just, you know, as I was, you know, studying um, and preparing for, for today, God led me to Job mm. chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. Mm. So, but now trouble comes to you and you are discouraged. It shakes you and you are dismayed. Should not your piety be your confidence and your blameless ways your hope? And so to, for me, what this, what this talks about is piety is your belief in your faith, right? And so should not your faith be your confidence? Okay. Right? Okay. If your faith is your foundation, right? Right, right. Because you stand for what you believe in. That's right. what grounds you. Right. Right? Isn't that where you get your strength and your confidence and your faith, right? So should not your piety be your confidence? So your relationship with God, your understanding of, of God and the word, you know, these these are where you where your foundation lies, and this is where your strength and your confidence comes from. You know, once once you're grounded, it's like a tree. Hmm. It's your roots in the ground, right? You, you're never disconnected. So even when we turn away from God, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a choice that we make, right? Mm -hmm. But we still our roots are still there. Thick and below. Thick, thick, thick. You're still grounded, right? So rather than, you know, wishing and hoping, we know the word of God to be true. And so grounding yourself in the things that you know and believe, your faith, your piety, it's where your confidence should come from. If you're seeking the Lord and, and you're genuinely right? Caring for yourself. Then is not what you believe in a part of that? Is not standing in what you believe in a part of your self-care? What they say? Drink, drinking some water, minding my business? 
No, that, I mean, honestly, that, at the end of the day, it all comes down to your relationship with God. Yeah. You know, caring for ourselves. Uh, seeking God is caring for ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Taking time to be alone, to rest, and to eat, and to sleep, and even just taking moments to enjoy the small things that we like to do. Whether it's read, or color, or listen to music, or, or breathe. Yes. Breathe. Because we forget to do that breathe. a lot. Breathe. Breathe. It's all a part of of self-care spiritual care physical care mm -hmm. mental care um, you can't take care of yourself mentally and physically without addressing your spiritual needs because your spirit is intertwined with your mental and your physical so it's, it's going back into the trinity of things mm -hmm. right like mm -hmm. all of them matter not one more well one more so than the rest for me. The spiritual above all else is is key. Right. Because once you work on that part. Right. And you're consistent with it. Right. Everything else is like dominoes. It's just going to come. And everything else is going to align for you. Right. Ooh. <laughs> that was a, that was a lot. That, that was That was a lot, but. Everything you said, it's just, it's just, it's mind blowing, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and when we talk, it's like, I get revelation as we're having these discussions oh, and it's just, it lets me know even more how intentional I need to be in my relationship with God as far as my self care. Yeah the social light pressures, comparison, my confidence. Yeah. These are key things to take us to the next level in our lives that we need to be mindful of. And it was so good. Yes. Everything you yes. said, it, you. it was amazing. It was just, it was so good. It was so, so good. It was so good. And, but it was so good. And, you know, the crazy thing is we can go on and on and on and we can talk about this for hours yeah. because it's so important for who we are as women and for women of color. I, I don't discount anybody else, but we are women of color and we have to respect I may not be brown, y'all, but I am black. She is a woman of color, okay? I am too, as you can tell. But just because I look like I'm a woman of color doesn't mean I am. You never know. You don't know. You don't know until you get to know people. That's why I don't label people by who they are. As far as physical, I label them by who they are in the inside. But yeah. So you all have a wonderful day. Please like, share, subscribe, and we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. You can get with us anywhere. If you have any questions, comments, 
any were willing to take all of those. But you all have a great day. And thank you for joining us on Successfully Single Podcast.